I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, hey, everybody. Happy New Year. It is officially 2023. Crazy, right? <laughs> officially 2023, but we are back with a new NXT episode, the first NXT episode of 2023. I am one of your hosts, Katrina from NCAT We Trust, and also one of the hosts and writers of Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And I am not alone. I have the absolutely fabulous, lovely, uh, this doll sunshine and all these good things <laughs> with me. Uh, Shay Soya, how are you today? I'm ecstatic. It's a great Thursday. I spent most of the day with my sister, just getting in that family time. So yes, good day. <laughs> oh, that's always good. Good, fam- good, tef- good family time. Moments. We watch Jersey Shore presentations. Okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, I mean, you got to get it in where you can get it in. It, sometimes the world is, you know, crazy and got to do what you got to do. I, I respect that. <laughs> How are you feeling overall about this NXT episode? I enjoyed this episode for the most part. Yeah, like I, I didn't see anything. Of course, there were things that I was like, but for the most part, I enjoyed what I watched. So. Okay, so let's jump right into it. Uh, so starting off the very first uh, matchup for January 3rd of NXT, started off with Carmelo Hayes and Apollo Crews. And so, you know, these guys usually know how to deliver a match, and I believe they did. Um, there were, there was a, I thought, Carmella was very smart in going after Apollo's niece uh, throughout the match, which is always, to me, is like smart spring psychology. Is like, okay, well, if you can weaken the thing that he does, he does do a lot of moves on his, you know, using knees, losing legs. And so I'm like, okay, you're being smart. And so I, I enjoyed it. It was a really uh, good match, um, actually. Uh, really well done. Uh, I think one of the moments I did like was uh, there was a power bomb, I believe, Carmelo did, and then he did like a single leg Boston Crab, which I thought was really cool. And I'm like, okay, Carmelo, sh- showcase, you know, what we know about you. Uh, I I really thought that was uh, good, and it was a little odd because Book T at some point did say this was like a main event anywhere in the world, and I'm like, well, this is not even like the main event of this NXT episode. So I was a little confused. I'm not going to lie. I was like, um, all right, I guess if that's what we're going with today, uh, uh, Booker T. Uh, but yes, it did lead to uh, Carmelo did taking when uh, Carmelo, uh, excuse me, Apollo Crews went for a standing mood salt and landed a little bit incorrectly, which allowed Carmelo to do a double knee face buster and a diving axe kick to win the match. And... It was a pretty solid open, at least in my opinion, uh, to NXT. So what are your thoughts about this matchup? 
I mean, I thought it was a really good match. Um, and I personally would make it a main event as well. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I think they love to have Carmella open all the time. Like, I feel like if there was a list of who opens NXT the most, Carmella literally has to be number one. I just don't. I just don't. Because he always has the opening match. Because they know that he's going to set the tone. He always does. So, I get that. And I think the right person won. Apollo, you just lost because you was having visions. So it, it's Carmelo's time. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what that was. But great match. Great match, though, bro. Yeah, I I just, like, I thought we discussed this in 2022 about Apollo Crews needing to get it together. Maybe, you know, do some meditation. Maybe do a <laughs> seance or something. You know, maybe talk to a therapist. I don't know. But if you're going to keep having visions during match time, you know, then maybe this is not this 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 vision stuff isn't helping you. It's not like you're doing like Raven was and that's so Raven when the visions kind of helped her. It's not helping him. And so I feel like if you're not going to use it for your benefit, why are we no, why are we doing this? And so I feel like he needs to figure it out. Maybe meditate, kumbaya, siege, siege it up, and maybe you know it'd be a little better. I just I'm like Burrow again, just going into the new year with the shenanigans. Just going right into the new year as the first week. And you're already on the shenanigans. Just, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, otherwise it was a good match. But I was kind of like, how are we still with the visions? Get it together. Okay, how are you going to win doing this? You're going to keep losing. Clearly the visions isn't on your side. It's not a friend. Okay? Not a friend. Uh, <laughs> so uh, moving right along, right after this matchup, uh, kind of like Trick Williams was kind of doing his little interference a little bit in the first matchup, but he wound up having a match right after, which I was like, okay, I, I like you guys kind of doing the shenanigans right in. And so Trick Williams have wound up having a match against Axion, and I was pretty impressed. I thought the match went uh, pretty well, actually. I feel like Trick Williams is getting a lot better uh with his matches i felt in the beginning he actually used a lot of his strength early on which i thought was good uh unfortunately though you know this match happened after carmelo when uh Axion did attack them which i kind of understand because um you know they've been doing some shenanigans and so i kind of understand the axioms like you know what we got to do what we need to do and so this match wasn't as long as i kind of wanted it to be but uh axiom wind up uh you know kind of coming back like strike for strike and wind up hitting his golden ratio to pick up the victory and then after he got his win uh they then both trick and carmelo attacked axion and then apollo cruz had to come in and kind of save uh axion and so it was kind of like a it was a weird little kind of surat, like little thing with them going on, but I thought it was for the what it was. Uh, it was a pretty uh, solid matchup between the two of them, and I'm I'm liking that we're seeing Trick Williams doing a little bit more uh, on that end. So, what were your thoughts about that matchup? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think that Trick is growing every time that I see him in the ring, so I appreciate that because I feel like his character is already like top top level, like. His, you know, the way he says his, you know, promos and everything, like, he's already set. He doesn't need to work on it. In ring, yes. But he's not terrible at all. He's actually, you know, getting better and better every week. Um, and then you have him an Axiom. It's very difficult to have a bad match in general. So there's that. Um, I love Axiom. And I really want to see him with some gold soon. Not, like, super, super soon, but, like, two months maybe. That's the best I can do. So they're going to have to materialize a title or they're going to have to... Wesley, you might have to come up off that North American. I don't know. And I love Wesley. But I'm like, Axiom is so good. He has been so consistent. He really deserves it. And I noticed that they've been kind of like pushing the people who kind of like were the standouts in the Iron Survivor match more, like giving them more. Um, like Kiana James, I feel like her screen time definitely peaked up after Iron Survivor because she proved herself. I mean, damn. So, yeah, I mean, I want to see something good for Axiom, but I enjoyed this match. Yeah, I, th I thought it was, uh, it wasn't that long, but I thought for what they did with the timer, they did it well. And I think Axion is somebody who I haven't really seen have a bad match, which is always good. I mean, it's good, but then it's also bad because if he ever does, I'm like, oh, come on, bro, what's happening? You know, we might be a little bit more harsher because we haven't seen him have a bad match. But 
Oh, uh, I, I, it's good to kind of see uh, Trick do more, even though they keep doing shenanigans. So, I mean, I I like Wesley as well, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route at some point because, you know, you can kind of see it happening. It, it's it's already kind of in that, you know, I fear for spirit with him, the fact that he's been in these matches with people who were champions and stuff. Uh, so, uh, moving right along, uh, the next matchup wind up being between Chan and Lorenzo, aka Stax, with his buddy Tony Angelo accompanying him against Dijak. And so, mm, <laughs> I guess, like, so earlier before, uh, you know, before this matchup, it was like a little segment where Dijak kind of let uh stacks go after the, the match they agreed on and apparently like stacks had the black eye from the kidnapping which i'm just like i mean okay because apparently nxt this is what we do in nxt it's always a bunch of stuff in parking lots and so uh i felt like in this regard stacks was a bit outmatched uh a bit like outmatched um i i kind of like kind of annoyed me because they finally get the witch it, and then like he he ran right like so Stax ran into Dijak and then got a big boot. And I'm like, oh, all right. Okay, so just kind of shut that down real quick. Uh and so I felt like he was kind of out. I felt like he was kind of outmanned, honestly. I felt like he was outmatched a bit. Uh it almost was like a squash <laughs> to an extent. Uh, you know, I'm glad they not doing that feature eye stuff because that really irritated my soul. And so I'm glad that's gone and done with. But um while both of these guys are heel, I feel like in this case, Laurent Stax is the one kind of like doing the baby face. Uh, and Dijak did beat uh, Stax with a pinfall. Um, and it was kind of unfortunate because it wasn't like really like they didn't build much upon it. And so I'm guessing we're going to kind of get like a long term story uh, out of this. Uh, and then, yeah, I just it was it, it's un, it's unfortunate, you know, that's where we got with this. but. Otherwise, it was okay. I just was like, damn, he did all that and then kind of got really beat up. And I was just like, oh, that's okay, I guess. Uh, NXT, that's where we go with this. Uh, so what are your thoughts about that matchup? Um, yeah, it was basically a squash, unfortunately, because I actually do like Stax. I think that he's growing in the rain. Like, definitely his standout match for me is always going to be the one with Shinsuke. I feel like I was like, oh, okay, I see you. You do work. Um, but... Honestly, Dijak, why would you attack this man? This man did nothing to you. All he did was his job. Tony told him to go tell you one thing. He did not put his hands on you. There was no reason for you to react the way that you did. Dijak, he was being unreasonable. Irrational, even. Leave Stax alone. But also, I think that it's definitely something building between Tony and Dijak. And it will somehow put Wesley in the middle. I feel like that's where it's going. So, we'll see. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like if anything, we're we're gonna get more of um story. But I, it's kind of unfortunate that they finally got the match, and it's like no squash. <laughs> so okay, I guess this will be doing WWE. Uh, and so after this, uh, there was a little segment with Wesley agreed uh in a interview that he will uh give the winner of this match the next shot at the NXT North American Championship, which wind up being Dijak. So I guess we're going to see um, a matchup between Dijak and Wesley for the North American Championship. And I'm not really sure how I feel about that because like, I'm glad you're not doing that weird stuff anymore, but it's also like, do I really want you being a champion right now? And no, no, I don't, I don't really feel the urge. Like, yeah, I can see it. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not there personally, not there. Uh, but you know, it, it, it can be, it could be something, I guess we'll see. Uh, and so what are your thoughts, I guess, as far as that this matchup coming up between Dijak and Mr. Wesley? Um, I, mean, I think it could be something. I mean, we've seen his matches, you know, with Keith Lee. And yeah, I, mean, I feel like Dijak definitely is capable of, you know, putting something uh, meaningful out there in that ring. Um, and I mean, obviously, we know Wesley is 100% capable of that. So, I mean, I'm thinking positive thoughts about it so far. But I also don't like that he just skipped the line. What? This is crazy. I, I don't know. Tony D was robbed. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you that that does seem to be a thing though with everybody uh skipping a line all the time though. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm about to like I said, I'm about to make a challenge because that's all we need to do. Like I just be like, oh, it's my time and we get it. Okay, you know. Uh <laughs> I'm kinda like a little like why are we everybody just doing this all the time? 
like all the time. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I guess we'll see. I think it's going to be a solid match, but I do. I, I just feel like you get one match, and now all of a sudden you get a championship match. I guess yeah, that's what we're doing these days. Uh, so next up, um, we kind of had a bit of a the women of NXT kind of called their shots at Roxanne for the women's title. And so it kind of starts off with uh, Gigi Dolan and JC uh, uh, declared that 2023 as toxic attraction year and that they were going to claim a shot at the NXT Women's Championship, which to me was a little weird because I'm like, there's two of you. And this is not a tag team title. So what do you mean we are taking like, are you going to share the belt? Is it going to be like, yeah, we're both champion if you win? Is that going to really work with two of you guys in this situation when you guys are already mm, a little bit funny? No. And so I was a little, it was like, okay, I mean, I guess. But then we wind up getting Cora Jade, Wendy Chu, Zoe Stark, Indy Hartwell, and Nikita Lyons kind of all interrupted uh, the segment. And then once the hall got there, it kind of got into a bit of a brawl. Uh, and so we got a whole brawl with the women's kind of getting a little buck wild. Uh, you know, situation, um, and I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess if this is how you guys got to settle who's the next person in, in, in line, um, and so it became a big thing where then all of a sudden we had, like, all the women, I felt, that was in, in, <laughs> um, in NXT uh, was going to be there, and so this wound up leading, um, it was unfortunate because um I kind of like wanted to see what Zoe was because I, you know, I've been saying that because I said before she became heel and she was a face and was little shenanigans with Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose was champion. So I kind of wanted to see what she was going to say. And I felt like she didn't get the promo off the way she needed to. And that kind of, um, kind of made me sad a bit. Uh, and I do like that, you know, in this regard, they're going to have, so Roxanne did come out and say it will be a 20 minutes, uh, 20, excuse me, 20 minutes, 20 women uh battle royale for the next uh person who will challenge her at nxt vengeance day uh and so i'm glad that it's not another person saying oh we're just the next person in line like the men apparently seem to do in nxt and get a title shot i like in this regard okay like we're gonna have a situation uh you know where it's like okay at least you'll fight for it and then maybe we can see who's gonna fight her yeah i mean yeah, maybe Roxanne was just being nice. You know, Roxanne is a sweet soul. And I felt like this was, she was trying to be nice about it. Me, personally, like I said, if I was a wrestler, absolutely not talk mad shit to the top, to the top, talk shit. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it was all right of a segment for me, personally. Um, and it was even a thing which we would get into because it was even a situation during that where Island Dawn and Alba Fire kind of was doing some stuff too, which led to a whole other thing, which I will get into. But um, yeah, it was all right. I thought it could have been done a little better as far as if you're going to all do this whole, this is a 20-woman battle. And we, they, we do have a good chunk of women on NXT roster, so you could really do something with this. But it was unfortunate because I felt like nobody really got their promos uh, the way they could have. And that was unfortunate because I'm like, a lot of you guys know how to do stuff for the most part. So why, why felt like they were struggling a little bit and it kind of made me sad. Uh, but I am interested to see what's going to happen with the Battle Royale. And I'm interested to see who's going to be the challenger to Roxanne. So what are your thoughts about this segment? Can I just say, Theo didn't even have no problems with nobody. She didn't have no skin in the game and still came out and said, I want to fight just because Chase you. Y'all need to get your conduct together because why is she got so much pent up that she just came out there just to fight for no reason. But what I will say is I do like these type of segments because it's almost like a rebirth. So they have a new champion. It's been a long time. I think it was like 413 days um, for Mandy's um, reign. So to now have, you know, this new champion, it's like we got to reintroduce these, there's all these contenders. So I felt like that was what that segment was for. To be like, look at all the contenders we have. And we're setting going into a new era. That's how I saw it. Um, I do agree with the stuff about like, I feel like they weren't able to really get off what they were saying, a lot of them. Like it was a little bit too much. I will say Cora ate them. Everybody. That's all I gotta say. Cause you know, Cora, one thing, or she gonna talk. She's gonna talk. And she gonna eat you up every time. That's all I can say, but I, I, I enjoyed it. Mm, Cora. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know how I feel about Cora. I'm just like, I mean, I guess. Uh, I guess. I guess. However, with that being said, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. 
we'll see what the uh, situation is with that. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited with regards to like, okay, we might get something, but I just felt it was just really unfortunate that we didn't get to really see what they could have said because it was too much going on, too many people at the same time, and everybody just can't seem to get that together all the time. So, you know, it is what it is. And so, as I mentioned uh, previously, moving on, that during this segment, uh, Alba Fire and, you know, got into a situation with Isla Dawn and they started the fight into the parking lot, which, because the parking lot seems to be the place to be at NXT. And then it led out into the backstage area, which led them to having ext- uh, extreme resolution uh, kind of match, which I thought was like, okay, I, I like that it's a resolution, New Year's coming in and you got to make resolutions. A lot of people don't follow them. You know, I didn't make none this year at all. Uh, because, you know, sometimes you just slack and you don't want to do all that. And so in this regard, this was very physical. I did like this. Like, I, I put this picture up here because I was like, yes, sometimes you got to take the trash on out. And I was perfectly fine with her being wheelbarrowed. Like, mm, disgust. Let's roll you out like you deserve. And I was perfectly fine with this. And so I'm like, you know what? This is what you need, Alba, because Isla was doing a lot of shenanigans the last couple of weeks. She was getting me tight. Uh, and so it seemed like, you know, there, there it was it was a lot, you know, to the point where it was like it they kind of the brawl took a bit to get into the ring. Uh, and I felt like Isla kind of got uh, Alba into a situation where she was like, you know what? Uh, you're going to have to embrace your dark side to mess with me. And I think Alba really started to do that. And so there were moments uh, throughout this matchup that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, I think there was a Alba hit a glory bomb. And then uh, she was going to, I guess, you'd still cheer, cheer for a senton. But then Alba kind of threw it in her face. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to let that slide if I was a wrestler. And then uh, there was a moment, I think, when Isla tried to use, like, a wrench and a hammer, which I'm like, oh, okay, that's a bit... Uh, uh, aggressive uh but yeah i thought it was uh really good i thought this was done well uh and then i think like when alba did the glory bomb to the table which i was like okay sis you know because that's what Alba kind of need that's what she needed because she was doing too much shenanigans and sometimes you gotta just put people down and put them in a place and so alba did get the win i did again i did actually thought this match was pretty solid uh but it also seemed like even like after all of that it was like you know is this means like they're gonna be buddies after this i, I it was kind of weird i i didn't understand like they're gonna be doing all this to me i beat you up this bed it's like okay girl hey let's have tea next week i was a little confused um oops sorry guys i was a little confused by that I'm just like, okay, I guess it kind of, I was a little bit confused as far as like, does this mean they're going to be like buddies now? It didn't seem like it was um, a situation where it's like, okay, we're done. I beat you up because you deserve to get beat up. I I didn't get that. But um, yeah, otherwise I I thought it was solid and I'm glad Alba got the win because Isla was doing some shenanigans and you got to just let people know. Sometimes you just got to put your foot down. And that's what I thought Alba did. Like I said, the willpower, chef's kiss. I was like, yes. (laughs) <laughs> this is what I would do. <laughs> All of that to the trash, personally. Uh, and so I liked it. But <laughs> what are your thoughts about the matchup, the moments, and I guess how it ended? Uh, I feel like these ladies have yet to let me down whenever they get into a ring. Um, you know, so far I've liked both of their, well, in NXT, I've liked both of their um, interactions. I feel like Isla might be falling into uh a place that I don't like at all. We're not going to do this thing where she's playing mind games and she's trying to get in your head to make you be more of like the dark side and just so you can be stronger because she wants to bring it out for her to lose. That is the Bray Wyatt effect before he won the world title. And that didn't work. Stop having them do all the work to like, I'm playing all these mind games. I'm doing all this extra stuff just so they can take a loss to say, I brought out the darkness in you. I brought you to your true... No, because it doesn't work for the person that's doing the manipulating later on because it makes them look less of a a threat. And she just got here. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I feel like that only works. And it's weird to kind of replete that because it's supposed to be like supernatural type characters. And so once maybe, but it's like every time we're going to just get the dark side, like maybe so is it really a dark side? I'm just like agitated. 
Like me, just like, you know what, sis, you deserve a couple of slaps for doing these shenanigans all week. It's like, no, I don't know if it's me dark side. I just, I'm agitated. Like, it's not even a dark side. Like, I'm annoyed. You annoyed me. We're not going to go into 2023 with these shenanigans. I feel like that's not even necessarily a dark side. It's just like she was tired. You literally spit something on her face when she had a title shot. She finally got a correct title shot, like, you know, after with no interference, after all the stuff she was doing to make sure Toxic Attraction didn't, you know, and here you come out of nowhere. Like, she's tired. I don't even call it the dark side. Like, sis had enough. Okay? Like, if that's the dark side, then I have a dark side all the time in that case. Sometimes people in New York, you know, people, you live in, we live in New York, you know how it goes. People are annoying. Does that mean now that I'm agitated, I'm embracing my dark side? Probably not. Just means I'm kind of annoyed. You know, showtime coming at 7 a.m. I want to hear that. Okay? I don't I don't want to hear that. I'm a little agitated. I'm a little agitated. Doesn't mean I'm embracing my dark side. It just means that I'm annoyed. Not it's too early. I don't want to hear this. I don't care about the same dance you all seem to know how to do. All of you. Everybody. Um, <laughs> okay. I just go on a little tangent, but I'm just saying, I don't know if it's dark side or mostly just she was kind of annoyed and she deserved the right to be annoyed because it was a lot happening. Uh, but yeah, uh, so, <laughs> so moving on, uh, the next match up, which I thought was actually, mm, uh, was Javier Bernal versus o- Oro Mensa. I always feel like I'm saying his name wrong. Uh, and so I felt like I didn't know really how to feel, I guess, about this matchup. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. Uh, but there were moments I was like, okay, it's pretty solid. Uh, things that I liked. Uh, so it was a weird thing that Javier apparently has, like, a late Christmas album. And I was like, I mean, I guess, if this is what we're doing. Uh, and so during, you know, after interrupting the interview, then, you know, during he didn't interrupt his entrance. I'm like, oh, you have being extra, extra right now. You know, now you're doing, you're doing too much shenanigans. And so when... Oro did his spring of bird moonsault and the wheelbarrow kick. I was like, you know what, Javier, that's kind of what you deserve. Because why are you coming during my interview about your little raggedy album? Christmas is past. We're not in a new year. Okay, new time, new season. Why are we, mm? And so, you know, I'm just like, okay, this is, I actually, I'm not going to lie, I at first thought maybe uh, Javier would get it because he felt like he was dominated for a good point of it, but then our Oro kind of changed it around and he wound up, you know, getting the, the spinning heel kick and win the match. Uh, and while he is a bit entertaining, I'm not gonna act like Javier is not entertaining. Some of his moments, I'm like, okay, I mean, you're being annoying, but I guess I'm like, how are you gonna come and interview my, not only my interview, but then my entrance? Just disrespectful. How are you gonna do both? Just all types of disrespect. Uh, like, F, F, F my time, huh? Uh, that's what I felt. Uh, but I feel like, you know, we can see if they're going to keep doing this. I think Javier personally does have moments that are quite funny. Uh, but I was like, listen, if Oro didn't get this win, I would have been mad. Because how are you going to mess up with your little Christmas album like Christmas didn't pass? We're in January now, okay? Suck it up. Suck it up. It is now time for what happens in New Year, Martin Luther King Day, okay, and then Black History, something like that, that's what we, that's January, we don't need to worry about Christmas now, you gotta wait to the end of 2023, so anyway, uh, how was your thoughts, because I felt like, uh, it wasn't too much of a squash, it was quick, but I didn't feel like it was too much of a squash match, it was like, enough there, so what were your thoughts about this matchup? Um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it, I mean, it was short, it wasn't like a super long thing, and I do agree that, you know, Javier definitely was on the receiving end, for the most part, now, my thing with him is, I feel like he's like a comedy character right now. So, and he hasn't really had a match yet um, to really like say, oh, he's like a contender. He's still in that early phase. So therefore, he can basically like, you know, take a loss. It doesn't matter. Now for Oro, he's being reintroduced. You know, he's had a few packages the last few weeks. So, you know, I get it. Um, they want him to, you know, get billed because they're about to really do something with him. And Javier is still like, you know, the jokey character. So it's okay if you take a loss. And I think he's also very talented in the ring as well. I'm glad he had this time to really show, hey, I'm more than my jokes and my funniness. Like, I know he's been a level up, but I mean, like, you know, to introduce it to the casual NXT fan who really, he doesn't have a lot of matches a lot of the time. And most of his matches are really like squashy. Because he's always messing with somebody that he should not be messing with, which is kind of the same thing with Oro because, I mean, he ended up losing. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll see. But I do think they're making him a lot jokey, as I, as you said. Like, it's like, and that might hurt him in the long run, but we'll see. 
and so after that, there was a segment apparently that there was some mystery woman filming Casey Squared, Katana, and Kaden uh, while they were speaking with the trainer, and it didn't seem too happy about that. And so I'm not really sure uh, where they were going with this. I don't know if it means going to be like somebody who wants to join them. Is this a new person that's making a debut? Is somebody returning, or is it like okay, there's going to be a new threat? Uh, so what are your thoughts about that uh, matchup? I'm excited to see where it leads. I always like those little ones, like who's spying? Like now I'm like all, you know, into it. I'm like, I'm, I'm invested. Like who was it? Tell me. And what do you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes as well. But I think I think it would be pretty solid. I, I feel like, you know, again, I'm glad they're being used uh, more. And it's not like, you know, like, okay, about time. Cause you're in the days, I don't know. They were doing some shenanigans before. Uh, and so moving along to our next matchup, we had Andre Chase accompanied by Chase Yu versus Drew Garlic, and he was accompanied by Hank uh, Walker. Uh, and so this was an okay match. Uh, Drew clearly was more technical over Andre Chase, and I think that was um, pretty like obvious right away. Uh, and it was like, you know, Drew, basically Drew kind of tried to teach Chase you and Chase got aggravated and challenged him. And so he wound up, uh, you know, kind of getting involved into this match. And so I thought there were moments that were pretty solid. I think Andre, for instance, hit uh, the Chase you and then lock, a four, four, figure four leg lock, which I thought was a nice little transition. I was like, okay, all right, Andre, get in little sections. Um, I also uh, thought that, they kind of had the in-ring fundamentals. I thought they were pretty solid. I was able to see that. And um, while Drew was more technical, I felt like Andre had a little bit more offense, which I thought was uh, pretty uh, good. But even with uh, Andre doing that, he wind up putting, Drew wound up putting Andre in a gulag and Andre did tap, but he didn't let go right away. He kind of held it on there a little extra longer. Just because and you know i'm like okay i guess you really felt the way i guess about all of this uh and so i thought it was pretty i thought again i thought drew did well i thought andre actually did well and i guess this is his new start in nxt kind of you know how they keep to be to kind of bring people here to kind of refresh them uh and i'm kind of interested to even see what drew's going to do like if he fights somebody like axia on something because i feel like that would be a good like thing with difference um you know and so I, I like that this is kind of, I feel like this is like a little rebrand for Drew, you know, to see if he's going to, I guess, change. Uh, and then I believe there was also a segment during this that uh, Dempsey also said he wanted to challenge uh, Hank Uh And so, yeah, it was a pretty solid match, but Drew did come up with the win by submission. So what are your thoughts? Oops, sorry. Uh, what are your thoughts about, <laughs> keep clicking too fast, uh, about this matchup? Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. I feel like a lot of times Andre is underrated on, you know, I feel like he's very good in the ring, you know, I just feel like he plays it down because, you know, he's got this great character right now with, you know, Chase U. I feel like that's money right now. People find, you know, find it entertaining. You know, the crowd absolutely loves them. So, you know, focus on that. Um, my only thing is Duke, you are a mole. I will keep saying it every week until you reveal yourself, demon, because you brought them children I know they're not kids, they're college students. I'm just saying, they students. You brought them over to Drew, trying to be funny, thinking this your students. It is not your students. I don't know who needs to keep telling you it. This is Andre Chase. The last name says it, Chase. Chase you. It's not D-U or whatever. It's not Hudson you. It's Chase you. So stop trying to overstep. Stop trying to poison the mind of his students with your foolery and you knew that Andre was gonna fill away you knew that he was gonna say something and you knew that Drew was gonna do what he did do what he did and he beat him he beat him badly and this is Duke's fault Duke I know what you were doing also someone pointed out to me with Drew is I notice every time that he gets like angry or if someone if he feels threatened by someone if they're doing too much then that's when he snaps and he starts with that extra holding tight trying to kill somebody what is going on with you drew clearly somebody needs some therapy he better go talk to apollo cruz and they can do this together 
Uh, and so right after this uh, matchup, there was a vignette with uh, a vi- about you know the rivalry between Indus Share and the Creed Brothers, which I thought it was pretty cool. Like if you kind of need a little refresher, I thought it was cool. So what are your thoughts about that? This is just stupid. Like the, the the reasoning behind it is what I can't take. It's just like ah respect. You want to fight me for respect? Like I will tell you I respect you. You don't have to fight me. This is ridiculous. I, I don't understand it. But you know what? Hopefully they have a good match. The Creeds better not lose. I don't care. I don't care what they thought they were coming here to do. I don't want to see Julian on his back. Period. I mean. See, that's the thing. I, this is where we might differ because if somebody told me I'm going to say I respect them, excuse me, and this is why I would be healed because you're not talking to me like that, first of all. So maybe I don't want to fight. You know, I'm a tiny person. I'm not going to lie. You know, like I could just beat up everybody. That's a lie. I'm not crazy. I'm tiny, okay? But I got to respect you. Why? What did you do to earn my respect? And that right there would be like, you know what, Katrina, I got to beat you up. And I'm like, you maybe you do, but I said what I said. <laughs> maybe I will get beat up. You know, maybe I will. Maybe you put me somewhere and throw me. I'm just laying there for the rest of the day, and that's fine. But I said what I said. I don't have to respect nothing. And so in that regard, I kind of understand because I'm like, that's a dumb, it is a dumb reason, but also I know me well enough to be like, and I don't need to do nothing. I don't respect. Man, please. Man, please. You better earn that, and that would get me in trouble. And so, <laughs> in a way I understand it but it's also like yeah we don't need to fight but also I know me enough to know that I'm gonna talk mad shit I'm gonna talk about I need to say I respect you no I don't okay my mom will talk to me like that okay and that's my mom please okay <laughs> like no <laughs> no absolutely not now I'm done don't don't do that because now I'm looking at now I'm gonna be extra disrespectful because you said that don't tell me what I need to do and so I probably would have to now fight because I said all this honestly and I know this about myself. I have to accept this. This is how I am. Um, <laughs> and so I wouldn't want to, but I probably would have to now because I'm like, who are you talking to? You better save that for your buddy over there, not me. But yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I do agree that a creep better better listen. You better not. I, I'm gonna have to be I'm on there with you on that one. <laughs> they better not. So moving um <laughs> moving along to our next matchup, or the last matchup of the night, rather. We had uh, Joe Gacy popping up with the schism versus Kobe uh, Kingston, who was accompanied by Xavier Woods. And so, um, I, once again, because I just feel like I need to mention this, uh, I guess before that, Pretty Deadly did confront New Day to say they want another title shot. And they want to go through a garland. And I'm like, all right, you know what, Pretty Deadly? I like you guys. At least you guys are trying to earn your place back, unlike some people who just think they can say what's happening. Uh, and so I respected that. But then also, I was getting a little annoyed uh, with Booker T once again. As I've said about Booker T before, if you have not learned nothing, nothing else, stop being bitter. Let it go. Let her go. Why are you now talking about his legacy? Don't do this. Now, yes, granted, there's that a little bit of legacy where Kofi was supposed to be Jamaican. I I remember. Okay, I remember those shenanigans. And like at the we should add like we didn't remember, that's what they told us. So outside of those shenanigans, and we can maybe take that part of the legacy away. We're not gonna act like Kofi's a scrub. Like he didn't have his amazing Royal Rumble moments, like he didn't make history, like he's not part of one of the greatest tag teams, staples of all time. Booker T is being bitter. Bitter. Okay, I'm telling you, I gotta get my shirt together. Be better, not bitter. He is bitter. I'm tired of him. He's getting on my nerves. I'm like, listen here, Booker T. Stop. Let it go. Uh, and so I thought it was okay. Uh, but I clearly felt like, and I think I know I've seen Joe Gacy stuff like prior, honestly, to WWE. And so, but I felt like Kofi kind of had the advantage here. And so there were moments where it was solid. Uh and I even can see, like, the other two members of the schism, even us, Rip and Jagger, can actually maybe even have a good matchup with New Day. I can see that. But I felt like um, Joe Gacy was kind of a little bit out of his league in an extent. Kofi wound up uh, coming out with his trouble in paradise, as he should. And he wound up winning the match. And it was even a part where the dyad went after Xavier, and then Kofi kind of got to them with a dive. Uh, but 
it was okay. It was okay match, but I do think, uh, you know, even with the schism being there and doing all the nonsense, Kofi Kingston kind of proved why, you know, uh, he is who he is. And so it was just like, okay, uh, he lost. And I don't know, sometimes, you know, you don't want people to lose, but you kind of figure out what's the purpose of them losing if you're trying to build them back up. I don't know. But it's clearly it, uh, Kofi was the better one of this group and he won the match. Uh, so what are your thoughts about this matchup, I guess? And uh, the schism kind of, you know, in Booker T's shenanigans, because clearly he's feeling away still, haven't let go. Mm. No, honestly, it's ridiculous at this point. Um, how I felt about the match was I enjoyed the match. Now, what I will say is I feel like right now they're just trying to kind of get everyone acquainted with a lot of new faces. So I feel like they're having New Day. Uh, shout out to that. Uh, new Day has had the main event on lock. That just made me remember what Booker T said. You know what? Now I feel like it was shade when he said that. When he said, oh, this is a match that should be in the main event. Yeah, because you knew what the main event was and you was mad about it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, now that I think about it, did he say that because of that? That would have been pretty funny. Long-term storytelling, period, Booker, do your thing. Um, <laughs> but I think that they're just trying to have them face as many of their, you know, promising acts, um, trying to just get them seen. Because obviously, you know, the New Day, they're popular. They do have people tune in. So it is beneficial to have, you know, these newer uh, faces and people you're trying to build be in the ring with them. Period. It's the truth. Um, yeah, but I mean, Kofi won, and that was sad. And um, I'm sorry. I I like Joe Gacy, and I like um the schism. So I don't like to see him lose. But it is what it is. It's a new day, and I don't think you know. Obviously, losing to Kofi is <laughs> it's not an insult. So you know, it was a great experience for um Joe to have to kind of like build himself and show his face, and you know, just have that experience being in the ring with Kofi. But uh, yeah, new day. Yeah, you say you mentioned about Booker T, and yeah, he, mm, see, just being a petty Betty, petty Betty, like, bro, let it go. I'm telling you, if I, like, I'm gonna have to get this shirt done so I can just see Booker T and be like, hmm, read it. That's it. Don't need to say that. No, no. have to. I feel like I just now have to be him, like, listen, mm, gotta find the government name. Read. You read it. Take it in. Marinate on it because it, every week you just fill in the way. Let the hurt go. Okay, he is hurt. He is hurt, clearly. Let it go. It's fine. Okay, everybody can't be like, yeah, you all want to be great. Of course. Okay, I'm sure, you know, every day people wondering how Sharma Michael become Sharma. I'm sure, I'm sure. But stop. Let it go. And he's clearly bitter. And so he needs to stop being a petty betty. I feel like I just need to get this shirt so I can just find him and be like, mm, Booker, mm, just read. Reading is fundamental. Let it marinate before you go into NXT before you talk to those nonsense again. Because it's nonsense. Pure nonsense. Uh, but yeah. I, otherwise, I, I feel like we're, we all kind of want to see the rematch between in, uh, New Day and Pretty Deadly. And so I feel like this was just a little side thing until this happened. I feel like we're going to definitely get that uh, Pretty Deadly uh, and New Day uh, matchup. And so, moving on to the final segment of NXT, the first NXT of 2023, is the Grayson Waller effect. And his guest was Braun Breaker. And so, you know, great, great Grayson be doing the most. Uh, he, he was definitely doing uh, the most, definitely was. And I felt like, you know, he was kind of, Grayson was kind of saying he had a mental edge over Braun because he kind of was getting under Braun. So Braun did come out, you know, seeming like he was cool about it, like he wasn't bothered, like he wasn't a little bit. Mm. And then he kind of let it got to him where I was like, oh, all right. Which wound up leading to Braun having to put Mr. Waller, I believe it was um, a military press, power slam. And then hit him with a like, somersault onto the floor and kind of the segment ended. And I'm like, you know what, bro? Okay. Um, it was a little, I, di I do feel like, if anything, because Braun is a champion and he's been a champion now over a year, uh, he shouldn't have let Grayson get him this bad. Because you dealt with worse. You dealt with, you know, Jordan, who was mad, like, doing creepy stuff. Like, he was doing weird stuff. And you beat him twice. Grayson is light work. Why are you this? Uh, Grayson is like a little chihuahua who just want to barky bark. 
okay, because he feels away and he wants attention. Let me bark, 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 okay? Little poodle, a little chihuahua who just feels away and like, let me woof, 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 and bark it up. And I felt like uh, Grayson just like, don't let him say what he's going to say. Don't, don't, don't worry about him. Why are you losing your cool to Grayson? Yeah, he can get on your nerves, but, and I mean, granted, if this was me, maybe I would say something to you. I don't know if I would hit, but I would probably say something smart, but I have something smart to say back. Um, I feel like you're a champion here. He wants you, you're built. Don't let him get under your skin. And so I felt like for this, it felt like, for me at least, that it kind of felt more like this was the beginning. <laughs> Listen, mm, that might be something later on too. Uh, <laughs> um, but I felt like this was more the beginning of their feud. It was kind of weird because this is supposed to be leading up to your, your big thing. Why are you letting him get, like, by now you kind of should know how Grayson's antics are, that this shouldn't have bothered you so much. I mean, I was okay with him being on the floor because Grayson would do shenanigans, and, yeah, he kind of got him the last time. But it was just like, why are you letting this get to you? He's, man, please, let him say what he needs to say. Uh, but I still don't know who, uh, I do feel like Braun could retain, but I guess they're trying to make, like, maybe Grayson can take it from him. You know, would this mean, you know, he... If he's the one who beat Braun, which I will kind of have to side eye a little bit, not gonna lie, I'm gonna be like, mm, really? If he's the one that beats Braun after all of this, I might have to side eye NXT a bit. Uh, but if who would be if the person was to beat Braun after having the title for so long, like a Grayson who's always super egotistical and braggy, he's gonna be like insufferable if that happens. Uh, and so it was a decent segment, but I did feel like Braun should have kind of held out a little long, like you know, like don't let him get to you. Like, I get it, but don't let him get to you, because talk pure nonsense. Ignore that. And I know it's easier said than done, because I know I probably wouldn't have ignored it, but I'm not a champion. This is why. Okay? Because I know me. Again. Uh, so what are your thoughts about the final and ending segment between these two? Mute it. <laughs> this is literally, like, the feud that I have with the mute button, I swear to you, it's going to mania. That's how serious it is. Um, but Grayson, I'm tired of you. Oh, I'm real sick and tired of you messing with Braun. I think Grayson has been waiting to do this since Braun kicked him out of the locker room after he attacked Johnny Gargano, how he did. We didn't forget. And now he's trying to get his, you know, moments back. But you're not going to win. Honestly, Grayson could do all this stuff to, like, get in Braun's head outside of the match. But it's like when the match happens, the bell rings. It's like, how could you really, really, really? I mean, because at that point, he's just going to put hands on you. He's not going to have to stop himself or want to. You're not going to win, Grayson. At the end of the day, I'm seeing now it has to be Carmelo at this point. It just cannot be Grayson. I mean, it could be. I do agree they're very for the shock value stuff. I mean, randomly having Braun drop, just taking the title back. That was annoying. It was very annoying. Doing the same thing with Carmelo, more annoying. So it's like, it's possible. So I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie, but I really think that Braun has this. Yeah, I, I, I think he has it too, but I wouldn't be surprised because... We be doing shenanigans sometimes. You just be like, why we did this? Why why are we here? Uh, but yeah, that is the wrap on NXT, the first NXT of uh 2023. It was a pretty solid show. It was a moment I was like, mm, as always, but it was pretty solid. Uh, and so as always, thank you guys uh, so much for hanging out with us and happy new year again. But Shay, you tell everybody where they can find you and what you got going on. All right, so I will have a new episode of the Big Pop Theory podcast on Monday coming up. We'll definitely be touching on Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, listen, uh, we gotta. Um, and then Tuesday, I will have uh, the NXT uh, UPR Unpopular Review Review Show directly after the show. So those are my unfiltered, fresh thoughts. Um, and then Wednesday, I do uh, the challenge as well, review show, and that's at 9.30 directly after the show. So, yes, that's where you can catch me. And then Shay Sawyer. Look at that right there in my name. That's me. <laughs> as for me, uh, I am on most social media platforms and Cat We Trust, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. The E is a three. Uh, I am kind of in the process of rebranding a little bit. 
feel like gotta make it fresh. And so I'm gonna be posting little things until I get my new thing situated with new interviews and I'm working on all of that. And so you can check out what I have now. I do have every version of the Comic Con panels, three different locations. All of them are officially on my YouTube. So you can check out uh, the first two lineups is the same. Well, nope. see, got that wrong. The second lineup is a little bit of a change with one person. And uh, and then the third, it's a whole bunch of different people because it's the LA edition. And so definitely, uh, you know, change all of that. And hopefully you guys like it. I am posting, I did have a couple, I was supposed to do a live totally slacked if the stuff was going on about Wrestle Kingdom as well because I watched it the next day. I was not staying up at 3 a.m. That just wasn't happening with my kids. I wasn't doing that. Uh, so I had my moments, I was very happy. There was faces of tears and I was like, yes. Um, and I was happy, okay? And I feel like I do need to talk about that to somebody about how I laughed at somebody's pain because that's what you deserve. So I will probably do that <laughs> sometime before the week ends. I will do it probably Instagram. So pop, you can hop up on there and talk about uh, Wrestle Kingdom. We got, you know, awesome stuff happening with that. Miss, Miss Sasha Mercedes. And I was super happy about that. Uh, and so I uh, will have little things up on my channel until the rebrand happens with uh, different things. Uh, and as always, you guys can go www.talkpod.com, check out all the articles. We have articles every day. Check out our YouTube channel and Twitch. Subscribe to get notifications for any new videos. We pretty much have a show almost every single day of the week. So there's always a lot of wrestling content. Follow the social medias at www.talkpod. We are everywhere. TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are there. Follow, give it a follow, share, and all that good stuff. And as always, we are so appreciative of you guys hanging with us every Thursday, as always. Uh, again, Happy New Year. We love you guys. And until next time, we will catch you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Women's Wrestling Talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.